You're listening to the Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school baseball. Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Now, let's go to the Diamond with Brady Beaton. Hello and welcome in here on a state championship Saturday evening as Cardinal Mooney looks to raise its first baseball banner in school history. They take on the Irish of Kalamazoo Catholic. It is the D4 state finals here in baseball at McLean Stadium at Michigan State University. I'm Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnSports.com. And it is the final game here at Michigan State today. I'll have this game on stream two. Over on stream one, Dennis will have Richmond looking for their second state title in five seasons of softball over on stream one. Earlier today, we had Marysville fall in the D2 championship 8-5 to five to Owasso. But the story right now, Mooney, who just boat raced their way through the Division Four playoffs, and they did so, again, in dominant fashion. You look at their run here. They started off with wins over, it was uh, New Haven Merritt and um, in the district semifinals, and they just kept going from there. After that, it was, again, unbelievable run for them. Their closest victory has been an 8-1 to one win over Ottawa Wake Lightford. As both teams being announced right now, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have starting lineups and first pitch here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Art on the River, three days of art and music featuring local artists, crafters, and bands hosted by citizens for a vibrant community June 11th, 12th, and 13th at Kiefer Park near downtown Port Huron. Come on down to the shores of the St. Clair River and enjoy this three-day family-friendly event. For more information, including times and featured artists, go to artontheriverph.com. That's artontheriverph.com. Come to Art on the River, June 11th, 12th, and 13th in Port Huron, hosted by citizens for a vibrant community. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. 
Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Cardinal Mooney 
aiming for its first state championship in school history. Coach Mike Rice in his fourth season took over a team that, well, really, at the beginning of his tenure, had trouble getting enough kids out to play and in four short years has gotten to a state championship game. Let's go over the starting lineups for the visiting team today, Marine City Cardinal Mooney. They did not get the favor of the coin toss. Leading off in left field is Anthony DiGiuseppe. Trent Rice is in center field, batting second. The pitcher, left-handed hurler and hitter, is at batting third, Blake Lutzke. Rocco Comito is in the cleanup spot and at first base. At the hot corner, batting fifth, Ryan Tremblay. Luke Julio at second base, batting sixth. Julian Iadisi will stand in right field and bat seventh. Behind the dish, the eight-hole hitter, Tom Rice. And rounding out the lineup for the Cardinal Mooney Cardinals, Ty Bodecker, he is the shortstop. Kalamazoo Hackett will, will trot out Sam Shea. Interesting note with Shea, he had the start in the semifinal game, but they got out to such a convincing lead early in their semifinal matchup against Marlette that they pulled him in the second inning. So to save him for here's Anthony DiGiuseppe steps in the box. And Mooney playing in his first baseball state championship. First semifinal was last night as the first pitch comes and it'll miss away and we're underway here at McLean Stadium at Michigan State University. Shea works out of the windup. The left-handed thrower misses in the opposite batter's box. 2-0 the count. Infield, at least the left side, playing a bit in on DiGiuseppe. The 2-0 pitch is moving out of the way of that is DiGiuseppe, but he might have been a bit dramatic as it's a called strike, 2-1. Two and one the count, pitch to DiGiuseppe, misses away for a third time, three and one the count. Three and one as Shea looks to feign a walk in the first batter he faced, the three one pitch comes, hacked on and fouled back towards the backstop, full count. Full count pitch on its way to DiGiuseppe. Pitch comes, called strike three, and Sam Shea battles back to get the first out. One up, one down for Cardinal Mooney here in the top of the first. First pitch coming to Trent Rice, and he'll hit it down the first baseline, just stays fair. It's fielded by Blason for out number two. So after a rocky start for Sam Shea to DiGiuseppe, the, next two, the last two pitches he's thrown has recorded two outs. Up comes Blake Lutzke. Lutzke was just on fire yesterday. Two for four, a double, four RBIs. First pitch in this lefty-lefty matchup is a ball low and away. The 1-0 pitch coming, misses away again, 2-0. Sun finally shining here at Michigan State. We had a weather delay back in the Division Three state championship game. But sun shining, 
2-0 pitch, hacked on and missed. Two balls, one strike to Blake Lutzke. Says about 75 degrees. Not a lot of clouds out in the sky. The 2-1 pitch swung on, hit to third on a couple bounces. Quapis knocks it down. Throw across the diamond. Won't be in time to get Lutzke. He bobbled it way too much. I have to imagine that's going to be an E5 in the scorebook. That keeps the inning alive for Rocco Camito no matter what it scored. Camito a big bat. Last night, another two for four game, and they are going to score that an error. One thing you can't do with Mooney is they try to get Lutzky over at first. You can't do with Mooney. You can't give them any opportunities. I said last night they're like sharks in the water. The next pitch misses, or I should say the first pitch to Camito misses low and in. Mito, a couple taps on home plate, holds the bat over the right shoulder, slightly open stance, slight lead off first for Lutzky. Left-handed pitcher in shade delivers, and an off-speed gets Camito to swing through it to even the count at one and one. Mooney in their red tops, white bottoms. Hackett wearing green and green tops, white bottoms, green hats for the Irish. 1-1 pitch, off-speed, caught the outside part of the black, one and two. One and two the count. A quick snap throw over to first, back in head first is Lutsky. Shea comes set, looks over at first, lifts the leg, delivers to the plate. Camito takes for ball two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs here in the top of the first. Shea set. And the pitch and a swing and a miss by Rocco Camito. Second strikeout of the inning for Sam Shea. So an error doesn't hurt the Irish as it's only four batters up for Mooney. They can't record a hit. We'll go to the bottom of the first. Hackett going to get their first at-bats. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to State Championship Baseball here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Kalamazoo Hackett going to get their first swings today in the bottom of the first. Let's take a look at the Michaels Car Center starting lineups for Kalamazoo Hackett and the Irish leading off and catching Stephen Widger. 
The second hitter is the shortstop, Nick Verdusco. Steven Quapis is at third, batting third. Brendan Collins, the cleanup hitter, will patrol center field. The pitcher, Sam Shea, bats in the five spot. It's Isaac Backman in right field, batting sixth, and it's Eli Backman at second base, batting seventh. Patrick Ogren is the designated hitter, batting eighth, and Alex Blason is at first, rounding out the lineup. The lefty, Blake Lutsky, will be on the mound today for Mooney. Doesn't throw overpowering, not to say he doesn't throw hard. First pitch, a bender in there for strike one. But that's what you'll see a lot of from Blake Lutsky. He will throw any pitch in any count. His fastball can get up a little over 80, I believe, at when he was at Jimmy John's Field for the Catholic League Championships. He got it up to 82 as the 0-2 pitch, or 0-1 pitch makes it 0-2. But he will lead off with a curveball. He'll pitch guys backwards, and he'll get them in knots. The 0-2 pitch comes. A ground ball to the left side off the glove of a diving Trombley. Bodecker tries to pick it up with his bare hand. He throws over to first, but he never had a prayer to get Widger. It took too long. And they're going to give them a hit immediately. That's the right call from the official scorer. It was a good effort from Trombley on a ball on the dirt. And now Nick Verdusco comes up, grandson of Coach Smiley Verdusco. First pitch comes, and it gets by Tom Rice, and that will move him up to second as he rounds to look at third, but ultimately goes back. So a quick runner in scoring position. One ball, no strikes the count. And Hackett and the Irish have a chance to score early. Lutsky looks in, comes set. The lefty holds the ball at chin height, about six inches in front. A spin throw to second, and Bodecker was about three feet from the bag when he caught that one. Didn't really have a chance to get Widger. One O pitch is delivered and it makes it two and O. Two and O the count as Lutsky tries to go back to second base. Lutsky, the 2-0 pitch, going to Verdusco, ground ball to second, bounces on a shoulder high hop to Julio, he flips over to Comito for out number one. Widger moves up to third on the ground out, so doing a job there was Verdusco. And Quapis comes up, and he's an Irish now. In the future, he will be part of the fighting Irish. He is committed to go to Notre Dame. So a big right-handed bat coming up with a runner at third. Doesn't need to get a hit, just a fly ball deep enough. And the Mooney outfield respecting it as the first pitch is a curveball. Gets over for strike one. And again, with the big bats, with the big bats here at, at for Hackett, they are respecting getting it back out. Curveball comes, and it's a ground ball, and it gets past the glove of Comito. He would have had to spear that one. So a base hit strikes the first for Hackett. 
as Quapis gets the RBI single. Camito was playing a bit in, looking to cut the runner down at the plate, and it got underneath his glove. And they still haven't scored that a hit or an error. Now they put it up on the scoreboard. Second hit of the inning for the Mooney Ball Club is the first pitch, a curveball coming to Brendan Collins. Misses low and in. One and oh the count. Infield in double play depth. Collins waves the bat over the right shoulder. Lutsky looks into his catcher, Tom Rice. Comes set, checks the runner over at first. Slow leg lift delivery. Fastball at the knees for strike one. Lutsky working out of the stretch, comes set, delivering with the 1-1 pitch, off speed, and that catches the low inside corner, much to the dismay of Brendan Collins. One ball, two strikes, one out, one nothing. Hackett leading Mooney here in the bottom of the first. Quapis leads off a of first, a very healthy lead over there. Lutsky delivers to the place, a fastball that didn't have a chance to catch the knees, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. The delivery as Quapis goes down. It's the hit and run on. This is a high chopper. Lutsky will field that to the third base side. Throw pulls him off the bag, and everyone will be safe. Quapis on the hit and run moves all the way to third, and the error will get Collins aboard. It's runners on the corners with only one away. And the infield for Carter Mooney going to come in and just kind of try to calm down Lutsky. The one problem that you might have with absolutely boat racing everyone on your way to a state championship game is you haven't had a lot of, a lot of uh, high-pressure situations. Honestly, the last high-pressure situation they had was likely the Catholic League championship game as the first pitch, and now Collins wanted to get into a rundown, but they just kind of let him take second. So defensive indifference moves him over to second. Runners on second and third. Sam Shea up, a left-handed bat. He swings at one and just hits it off the end of the bat, fouls it all the way back to the backstop. One ball, one strike. Yeah, Mooney's smallest margin of victory in the playoffs was eight runs. In fact, they only won seven innings twice, and one of those they won by ten. As the 1-1 pitch is a fly ball hit to center field, Rice... Going over to his right, he brings it in. They're going to send Quapis. Rice has a cannon. The throw to the plate is too high, and they got they didn't get him. The throw back to second, and they can't get Collins as he thought about going to third on the throw home. But it's 2-0 now. Hackett leads on the sack fly from Sam Shea. So now Isaac Blackman comes up the right fielder. And I couldn't tell you the last time Cardinal Mooney was down by a pair of runs is it looks like Mike Rice is coming out to have a word with one of the officials. The first base umpire looked like he had just one quick question. And he headed right back to the Mooney dugout. Very calm. But again, in that Catholic League championship game, they only lost the league at 2-1, to one, and that was on a walk-off. 
First pitch, off speed, misses outside. 1-0 the count to Isaac Blackman. And I haven't gotten able to see Mooney's game, and I don't have their box scores from every game, but I bet you it's been over a calendar month since the last time they've trailed by multiple runs. 1-0 pitch comes. That one's hit down the right field line, and that'll slice way out of play. One ball, one strike. Lutzke looks in, comes set, checks back at the runner at second. Leg lift, delivery, curveball swung over top of by Blackman for strike two. Runner in scoring position after two runs have come across the score. Widger and Quapis have come all the way around. They have their two hits for the Irish as well. One-two offering from Lutzke. A ground ball towards the on-deck circle on the third base side. One ball, two strikes, two outs, runner on second, two runs home here in the bottom of the first for Kalamazoo Hackett. They lead it by a score of two to nothing. And they've kind of jumped on Lutzke. One, two pitch, swung on and missing the Dirk. Rice is gonna have to pick it up and they're gonna throw to third and try to tag him and they got him. That was, uh, I don't know if he realized there was two outs, but uh, I mean, Multiple ways to skin a cat, I guess, is Rice got the out. And I think there's a, a confused coaching staff he runs over to. So the 2-5 to five put out ends the inning. 2 nothing. Kalamazoo Hackett leads. We'll be back in a moment at the top of the second here on GetStuckOnSports.com. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com, Kalamazoo Hackett leads Mo Mooney 2 to nothing as Ryan Trombley takes strike one. It's Trombley, Julio, Iadisi due up for Cardinal Mooney Catholic. The 0-1 pitch fouled back to the backstop, quickly 0-2 on the Cardinals' third baseman. Sam Shea struck out two in the first inning. The 0-2 pitch comes, ground ball to the left side, fielded on a few outs by Quapis. He'll throw across the diamond. It brings Playson off the bag, but he lands back on it in time for out number one. That brings up Luke Julio. Julio scored two runs yesterday, 
Good day for his on-base percentage. Walked twice, hit a double. Mooney could use a, uh, a few base runners right now as it feels like Sam Shea's starting to settle in here in the second inning. First pitch, can't gets it over but can't get it up enough. 1-0 the count. Pitch comes to Julio. Check swing. Called strike, so the check swing doesn't matter. Count evens at one aside. One-one offering. Swung on, hit high, but well foul down the right field line. Count even or go, goes to one and two. One two pitch. Wow, that one that one would have been behind a left handed hitter. Two and two the count. Shea gonna work from the windup. It's a pair of lefties thrown today in the state championship game. Goes in the motion. The two two pitch to Julio. That one hit in the air, perhaps playable down the right field line, coming over for it is Backman, and he dives and he can't get it. It that wasn't the most fluid dive from <laughs> The right fielder, Backman. That's Isaac Backman. He kind of went to his knees before he jumped. It was an, an in-between dive because if he dove all out, he would have overran it or overdove it, I guess. It was an awkward play. It was a good hustle to get there. The count, 2-2 two and two to Julio. The Shea goes in the motion. The offering. Swung on and missed. Got him with one upstairs. A hat trick of strikeouts now for Shea. As this is the, the most carved up I've seen Mooney this year. It is early, but Shea settling in. Maybe yesterday almost acting like a uh, almost acting like a bullpen session. They were they were up seven nothing over Marlette as the first pitch misses to Julian Iadisi, low and in, ball one. Shea goes in the motion. Lefty delivers, and that one pegged Ayadisi right near the thigh, and Ayadisi gives a look to the mound. I don't think he uh, was too fond of that one. That was a fastball. So gets a runner on with two away as Tom Rice comes up. So a little bit of traffic on the base pass for, for Cardinal Mooney. Rice bats from the right side, has a slightly open stance. As Ayadisi has a, you know, uh, just a healthy lead over at first. First pitch, fastball splits the plate for strike one. Owen won the count. Leg lift, the delivery. A half swing, that's a ground ball, and that just has a, has eyes as it goes up the middle. Base hit for Tom Rice. I'm sure he'd like that swing back, but you're never going to apologize for a base hit. And runners on first and second for Ty Bodeker, who was only one for one yesterday. That's because he had good patience, walked three times. Could use another hit here to at least get a run back. Runners on first and second. On second, you have Iadisi on first, Tom Rice. And a two-out rally brewing here for Marine City Cardinal Mooney. Bodecker steps out for a moment. The Mooney shortstop. 
Taps the plate, holds it over his right his right shoulder. Ayadisi leads off second. Rice off a of first. First pitch comes, and that's going to be a call. Strike one at the knees. Two nothing our score here in the top of the second. Mooney looking to add or to chip into this lead. Owen won the count to Bodeker. Pitch comes, and that one misses just a bit low. One and one the count. Shea looks into his catcher. Widger now comes set holding the ball chest high. Leg lift delivery from the southpaw, and that's a fastball that caught the inside corner, one and two. IDC leads off a second. Two runners on here for Bodecker. He's behind in the count, one and two. The delivery from Shea misses away as the catcher didn't really have to move his glove, and that's why it got a groan from the Hackett faithful. They were trying to get Bodecker to chase one away. Count evens at two aside. Comes set, the pitch. Misses in that same spot. Count goes full. Shea in danger of walking the nine-hole hitter, Bodecker, having the bases loaded for Anthony DiGiuseppe. The full count offering as Shea goes for the spin move. If someone was covering second, I think they would have got Iadisi, although I'm sure he would say that he wouldn't have gotten as aggressive a lead had someone been even thinking about covering. 3-2 pitch, strike three, called on the outside corner. Bodecker didn't like the call. Helmet goes down as we go to the bottom of the second. Still 2-0 as Hackett going to come up for the second time. You're listening to State Championship Baseball here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Bottom of the second, 2-0 Hackett leads. The first pitch comes to Eli Blackman. That'll miss upstairs, ball one. Blackman, O'Grin, and Blason do up for the Irish. Seven, eight, nine hitters in the Hackett order. They lead it 2 nothing. The southpaw for Mooney Lutsky bounces one in. 2-0 and the count. Maybe a little bit of frustration for Mooney. Again, haven't had a high-pressure situation yet this game. And then a questionable strike three call on Bodeker. Maybe frustrations 
getting the better of him as now it's 3-0 for Lutsky to Black to Backman. Backman going to hold that bat on his right shoulder, and he was never taking it off. Ball four, misses away. Four-pitch walk to start off the second inning for Hackett. A leadoff man aboard for the second straight inning. Patrick O'Grin, the DH, bat from the right side. Third baseman Trombley standing about a foot onto the cutout. Now takes another step in. The nothing-nothing pitch misses upstairs. The pick down to first. Bounces over the glove of Camito, and that will get into right field and move up Backman. Feels like Mooney's trying to force it right now. All postseason long, they've just let the game come to them. They know their talent will, will prevail, and right now it feels like they're scrambling to get things that aren't there. The 0-1 pitch. Turning to bunt, and he waves at it, and whether he foul-tipped it or not, it's going to be strike two. So Hackett not afraid to play some small ball here in the bottom of the order. Lutsky comes set as O'Grin calls time, looking down at his third base coach. Sorry, the count one and one, scoreboard operator. Messed me up. The 1-1 one, one pitch misses away. I'm sure Ty Bodeker would uh, disagree with that call. Two balls and one strike. Two-one offering. Slide step delivery. Curveball swung over top of. And that's... Yeah, I think uh, Rice was confused because the scoreboard originally said 0-2 and it went in the dirt and Rice immediately went to tag him. So the umpire had the right count the whole time. But I think Rice is going, the scoreboard said it was 0-2 a pitch ago, and then we missed. So two balls, two strikes. I think everyone's on the same page here. It's been a long day for everyone, long few days for everyone here at the MHSA. A little half swing gets past the outstretched glove of Camito. Chasing it down will be Julio. They're going to hold the runner at third. That's a base hit for O'Grin. And that was not the prettiest swing, but just hit them where they ain't. And a single with a man on second puts runners on the corners for Alex Blason in the top of the order looming. And that will cause a visit from Mike Rice. Whole infield comes in. And I think he's just trying to calm his boys down right now, telling them, hey, the bats will come. You guys are too talented. Don't force it. As a wasp wants to fly into the press box during this, during this break. Had, a, had some vermins bothering me during the Mooney Corps regional semifinal game, too. Alex Blason comes in, and we're now pest-free in the press box. Runners on the corners, nobody down. Lutsky coming set. Slide step deliveries, first swing, and that goes off the foot of Blason. Owen won the count. Lutsky farms the mound for a moment. Hackett has a great opportunity to add on to their lead. 
Runners on the corners, nobody out. Infield playing in normal depth. They're willing to trade an out for a run. Slide step from Lutzke, and that's a little tapper just out in front of the mound, and they have the man at third, Backman in no man's land. To throw to third, they go for the tag, and he does a, that's an incredible slide from Eli Backman to get around the tag from Ryan Trombley. I thought he was dead to rights and somehow scrambled back. That was the right play by Blake Lutzke. He had him dead nuts out, and it was just a great athletic slide, and Trombley could not get him. So the fielder's choice gets blazed on, and now the bases are loaded. I said earlier in the inning on the throw down to first that maybe Mooney was pressing. That wasn't pressing. He was about 40% of the way down the line, and Lutzke just... It was just a nice play by Blason. As the first pitch here to Steven Widger is a called strike. Owen won the count. They're calling time, and the third base coach wants that word. Now Trombley is having words with the third base coach. The third base coach is pointing at the player. What is going on? This is. The third base coach was very emphatic, pointing over at Ryan Trombley. So I don't know what the situation is. So I, again, not privy to anything that went on there, but something to keep an eye on. 1-0 count, the base is loaded, infield in. Curveball hit back to the backstop, 0-2. Have some action over in the Mooney bullpen. Looks to be like number eight warming up as the 0-2 pitch misses for ball one. Nate Super getting loose down the right field line for Mooney. As Lutzke has faced more pressure in this game probably than he has all year. Hackett has gotten to him early. One and two, the count, bases loaded, nobody out, two nothing, Hackett leads. The pitch comes, half swing and no swing, says the first base umpire. Count two and two. Steven Widger singled his first time up. Entire Mooney infield on the edge of the infield grass. The 2-2 pitch comes, fastball, fly ball, center field. Rice going to have to go back for it. That should be deep enough to score the run. Rice brings it in. The runners at second and third go. Rice going to throw to third. Trombley gets it. He puts the tag on him, and he got him. Heads up play by Trent Rice. He would have never had a chance to get Backman at home, and he turned something or nothing into something. The double play, and that's why Trent Rice is one of the best ball players, not only in the area, but all of Division Four. So the 8-5 double play, you know, your standard double play, makes it two outs. Run did score. Three nothing now our score is the first pitch to Nick Vanderco. Misses. Vanderco. The 1-0 pitch fouled away. Also, Blason did move up to second on the throw. Reduco 
So a runner on second with two away, one and one the count for Vandersko. 1-1 one, one pitch, way high and away in a pitch out area. Makes it 2-1. and one. Two one pitch, fastball hit, foul over the third base stands. Actually off the very top of the railing. Goes to a Mooney fan, sitting in the upper deck, well, the upper section of the seats here at McLean Stadium. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, runner on second, three nothing, Hackett leads, delivery from Lutsky. Curve ball, misses away, count goes full. Never had a chance to get over for a strike. Vandersko looking to push it to Quapis, the 3-2 pitch. Fly ball down the right field line, perhaps in play. Hustling over for it is Camito, and he won't be able to get to it as he got a face full of sand diving near the bullpen. Super had to get out of the way, and Super going to just make sure his first baseman's all right. He will take a slow walk back over in softball action. It is one nothing Buchanan early in that game. That game over on stream one. Dennis Stuckey on the call there. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner on second for Kalamazoo Hackett. They've already pushed across one run this inning to make it 3 nothing. The full count pitch on its way. Fastball misses away for ball four. A two-out walk. Second walk of the day for Lutsky. Now that brings up Steven Quapis. The future Notre Dame ball player. Curveball gets over for strike one. Started off Quapis with the curveball last time as well. Lutsky comes set, looks back at second. No one holding on Blason. He'll hit it to right field. Coming in just a step or two is IADC. He brings it in without much trouble for out number three. But not before Hackett can add on to their lead. It was a, well, a sacrifice fly turn double play that scored a run for Hackett. It is now 3-0. They lead Cardinal Mooney. Mooney will bat in the third inning. We'll be back in a moment on GetStuckOnSports.com. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 987 2185. 
Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. It'll be the top of the order. D. Giuseppe, Trent Rice, Lutsky as the first pitch coming from Shea misses for ball one. Next pitch, a ground ball to short. It's botched a bit by Verdusco. He won't have a chance to get DiGiuseppe. Throw will go off the Mooney dugout. But it was a good bounce for Hackett. That should be a hit for Mooney as he was going to get there nonetheless. Are they going to score that an error? Anth- oh, I guess they're going to say he bobbled it at short enough for it to be an error, not on the throw. So the E6 gets DiGiuseppe on. Mooney will take it anyway and get it pick off over to first, not in time. Trent Rice, he grounded out to first on the first pitch he saw last time. Count is 0-0. Scoreboard says 1-0. Holding for a beat Shea, and he steps off the back of the mound. D. Giuseppe, for being a leadoff hitter, hasn't really stole too many bases this year. Only 11. First pitch to the plate is over but low for ball one. We both, yeah, we think up here in the booth it's 1-0. Scoreboard says 2-0. Pick off over to first is D. Giuseppe comes back. So we believe a 1-0 count, and the pitch is coming to Rice. Pitch comes, and that one miss. Must have been up high. Umpire holds up 2-0. Scoreboard says 3-0. It's been a long 12 days or 12 games here at McLean Stadium, and now they fix it on the scoreboard. Next pitch, Rice hits the third. Taylor made ground ball. Throw to second, gets one. They might have gotten two if Backman wasn't so far away from second. So the fielder's choice gets Rice on. At least now you have a lot of speed with Trent Rice. Quick pickoff over to first. Back in sliding is Rice. And he's down for a moment. And he looks like he's in a little bit of pain. No, he's he's up. I don't know if it's his shoulder. Or Rice has no intentions of coming out of the game. Maybe he just landed weird. On his left hand, he does have one of those sliding gloves. And he has an aggressive lead over at first. Inches off even more. Let's get the plate. He'll go down to second. Throw is there, and the tag, and they can't get him. And it got away from the shortstop, and Rice will head to third. He recognized it right away. If that, if he holds on to that ball, Rice might get thrown out. Instead, he moves up 180 feet and is 90 feet away now from giving Mooney their first run of the game with Blake Lutsky up at the plate. Rice looks like he's still in a bit of pain, hunched over a bit. I'm sure you're going to have to pull Trent Rice out of this game. You're going to have to drag him off this field. 1-0 the count to Lutsky. Into the motion, Shea comes. Swung on and missed on the lefty-lefty matchup. 
3-0 our score here in the top of the third. Mooney trails Kalamazoo Hackett Catholic. One one pitch on its way from Sam Shea. The delivery. Ground ball to short. That should score a run. Verdusco picks it up, throws the first, and gets the out. But Blake Lutzke drives in the run on the six to three ground out. So Mooney cuts it now to three to one. As Rocco Camito comes up with nobody on and two outs, looking to ignite a rally. He struck out swinging last time. First pitch coming to Camito, swung on and cue, hit it like a cue ball, foul. So after two innings in softball, Buchanan leads Richmond two, one to nothing. The 0-1 pitch, a off speed that Camito was out in front of, 0-2 the count. No balls, two strikes, two outs, nobody on, one run home for Mooney here in the top of the third. And the motion pitch comes, and that one's taken a bit away. Quapis thought it was strike three. He was about over the foul line before he had to retreat back to third base. One and two offering to Camito. Off speed again. That time, Widger had to slide on his knees just to get to it. Two and two, the count evens up. Ryan Trombley would wait on deck. Camito rocks in the right-hand batter's box. Awaits the 2-2 offering. Pitch comes. Hit one hit over the backstop and out of play. Count stays at two aside. Next pitch. Belted to left field, but it didn't really carry. That one died quickly as Brown camps underneath it. They were playing them. Fairly deep for the final out. So Camito puts a good charge on that one, but it ultimately is just out number three. Mooney gets one back. They trail Hackett three to one. We'll be back with the bottom of the third here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Mooney got one back in the top of the third. Now in the bottom of the third, they'll face the heart of the or the middle of the order. Three or four, five, six do up. Colin Shea and Isaac Backman for Kalamazoo Hackett. As Lutsky. still looking for a scoreless half inning on the mound. A rarity. 
for him. The curveball misses low and in, caught some dirt. 1-0 and the count as Lutzke going to work out of the windup, something he hasn't had the privilege of doing much today. The 1-0 offering comes, fastball. That's a called strike on the low inside corner. Mooney aiming for their first state championship in school history in baseball. The 1-1 pitch comes. That's an off speed that's in near the knees, 2-1. Last time up, Collins got on via an error. Lutzke sailed one as the 2-1 pitch. Can't find the zone 3-1. and one. Lutzke usually has supreme command, but he's in danger of walking as his third batter in as many innings. The 3-1. Check swing, doesn't matter, called strike two. Count runs full. Full count offering coming. Lutzke delivers. Line shot back up the middle for a base hit. Collins timed that one up and roped it back to where it came from. Lead off single. Third straight inning. The leadoff man's gotten on for Hackett. And Lutzke's had to pitch a lot with runners on the bases. Had to worry about a lot of traffic as Sam Shea comes up. Hit a sack fly last time. First pitch comes, and it's a called strike. Owen won the count. Slide step delivery and a flailing attempt, and he got a piece of that one, but quickly the count 0-2 on Shea. Owen 2 Lutzke throws over to first. He really wanted to pick him off there. He fired that one. But back in sliding was Collins. Coming set, Lutzke, he'll deliver to the plate. Fouled back over the first base side and over the stands. Lutzke fooled the runner, Collins. He was heading back to first when that pitch was delivered. Count remains 0-2. Coming set, Lutzke holds the ball chin high. The delivery, curveball. Didn't break enough. Maybe a bit upstairs as well. One and two. Good take from Sam Shea. This lefty-lefty matchup. A pitcher duel. Throw over to first back in sliding Collins. Here at McLean Stadium again. Just give you a brief overview of the dimensions here. 340 down the left field line. Probably 330 down the right. As the one-two pitch. And that caught Shea in the shoulder. That's a tough one to lose Sam Shea. He hadn't put a good swing together that entire at-bat, and that might be the end of the day for Blake Lutzke as Mike Rice comes out to the mound. Nate Super was warming up in the pen. An interesting note, I didn't know you could do this in high school baseball, but Lutzke's official position is listed as pitcher slash DH. So if Lutzke does get pulled and someone else comes in to pitch, he can still hit in the spot for, in that spot. He doesn't get pulled from that. So technically, Blake Lutzke is designated hitting for himself. So Lutzke stays in. 
as Isaac Backman comes up. He struck out, and then it was a two to five put out, as for some reason, Tom Rice threw down to third base and got the runner trying to advance on a ball in the dirt. I don't know if he didn't realize it was a strikeout. Lutzke coming set, slide step delivery, bunt comes. That one's fouled back behind the home plate umpire, strike one. Collins on second, Shea on first. Backman at the plate, it's Isaac Backman, Eli Backman waits in the on-deck circle. Lutzke comes set. The 0-1 offering, turn to bunt, pushes it down the third baseline, but that one's going to spin foul. Trombley does a good job getting to it as quickly as he can to make sure it stays foul. McLean Stadium, it's a grass infield, but the base paths are all dirt, and there is a decent lip on both sides, so it could very well hit either in fair or foul territory and quickly shoot over. 0-2 oh, as... Camito is committed to covering the bunt, even with two strikes. He's in front of the pitcher. Pitch comes and he swings, and it's a little bloop hit into left field. DiGiuseppe comes in, gets down. DiGiuseppe tried to field it with the bare hand, and he lost it for a minute, but that won't cost any bases. That is another single from Isaac Backman. Loads the bases for Kalamazoo Hackett. That was a good pitch from Blake Lutzke. Backman just hit him where they weren't. The outfield for Mooney is playing very deep. Well, right now it's weird. The corners are playing deep. Trent Rice is playing very shallow. As now I think they're going to come in to try to take away a run as Eli Backman comes up. First pitch called strike inside part of the plate. 3-1 Kalamazoo Hackett leads in the bottom of the third. They have the bases loaded and nobody out. Mooney is in full run prevention mode. Outfield in, infield in. The 0-1 pitch, fly ball to center field. That's going to cause Rice to go back. That's probably deep enough. He brings it in, and he will hit the cutoff man in the middle of the infield, and that's a sack fly for Eli Backman. Hackett gets their run back. Smartly, the rest of the Hackett base runners stayed where they were. They knew Rice has the wherewithal, and he threw out a runner trying to move up to third on a sack fly last time. So now runners on first and second with one away as Patrick O'Grin comes up. First pitch comes and a confused swing from O'Grin makes it 0-1. O'Grin singled his first time up. He was the one actually thrown out trying to get sneaky move up an extra 90 feet on what would have been a sack fly. Thought Rice was going to throw to the plate. Instead got him out at third. The 0-1 pitch turns to bunt and that one hit him. And Lutsky gives up his fourth free pass. Second hit batter. He has two walks. And Rice comes out of the dugout and they're going to say he attempted to bunt and that's going to fall on deaf ears. So he was trying to say that he still attempted to bunt even though it didn't hit him. And that brings up Alex Blason. Blason 
No balls, no strikes to Alex Blason. He has runners on, on all bases. Bases loaded after the hit by pitch. Just got to update that on my scorecard. Blason got on with the fielder's choice last time. First pitch comes, and that one misses a bit inside. Hackett has a chance to kind of blow the doors off this one. A base hit in the gap could make it 6-1 to one here in the third. 1-0 pitch in the dirt, 2-0. Lutzke looks in, comes set, holding the ball chin high. High leg kick, the delivery, and that's a get me over. No, that one missed upstairs. Ooh. Three balls, no strikes. Pitch comes, and that one misses in the dirt. Lutzke walks in a run. And Mike Rice coming out. That's almost certainly the end of the day for Blake Lutzke. Lutzke meets him halfway, and he, he knew what he was coming out for. And that's going to be Nate Super coming out of the Mooney dugout. So the senior. Super comes on to pitch. We'll take a break as he warms up. We'll be back in a moment. Mooney in a jam. Bases loaded, only one out. They trail 5-1 to one here in the third. We'll be back in a moment on GetStuckOnSports.com. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personal... Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 98 Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back on GetStuckOnSports.com. Nate Super now coming in. Lutzke only goes two and a third innings. He's given up at least five earned runs. On the hook for as many as eight. Been five hits for Hackett, two errors for Mooney. Lutzke walked two and hit two. So Super comes up. Defense stays the same except for Super comes in. Lutzke, as I mentioned earlier, is the designated hitter as well. So he is now the DH for Nate Super. So Super 
looks in a right-handed batter. His first batter will be the top of the order, Steven Widger. First pitch, gets it over first strike one. Bases loaded, one away, 5-1 Hackett leads. Mooney is in danger of having this, the doors blown off this game. The 0-1 pitch misses low and gets away from Rice. He'll chase after it, he'll throw to the plate. No, he won't, it's too late. Rice is upset with himself, he knew he let one get away. Six to one now, runners on second and third, Hackett leads. So that takes the double play out of order. And Mooney is in trouble, down six to one. Give up two runs in the first, one in the second, at least three here in the third. Swidger holds the bat over the right-hand shoulder. Runners on second and third, super delivers. Swung on and missed, a nice pitch to make it one and two. One-two pitch on its way to Widger. In the dirt for ball two, it evens a side. O'Grin at third, Blason at second. Widger at the plate with a 2-2 two -two count. The 2-2 two -two offering on its way from Super. And he just fought that one off. Didn't like the pitch, but was too close to take. So he just kind of stuck the bat out there and fouled it back to the backstop. Now it remains two and two. So the outfield alignment of Mooney is interesting. The corners are very deep as the next pitch gets hit right over my head in the press box. Count remains two and two. Trent Rice is playing shallow, very shallow. The corners? are playing as if they are playing in like a almost a no doubles look, playing deep. If he gets one past Rice, which is a hard thing to do, he's going to be running for a while. Rice is in front of both the left and right fielder. The 2-2 pitch comes in the dirt, ball three. Hackett got here with an 11-1 win over Marlette. And they have kept rolling in this one. Full count pitch on its way. Fly ball left field. DiGiuseppe just takes a couple steps in. Medium depth and left. He brings it in. And delaying on the tag is O'Grin. And he will be in easily. He still likes to get dirty. Doesn't need to really clean the uniform for a game after this one. So might as well slide. Sacrifice fly makes it 7-1. to one. Sack fly for Widgers, his second RBI. Nick Verdusco comes up. He has a runner in scoring position. He's 0 for 1 today with a walk. First pitch to Verdusco. Misses up and in. One and zero. Count, fastball comes in, called, strike. One and one the count, leg kick comes. 
Delivers, throw down a second, there's no one covering, and that's gonna hit Blazing. That's gonna bounce away from the second baseman, Julio. And Rice is just pressing a bit too much. There was no one there to cover the base, and that just gave Blazing a free 90 feet. One ball, two strikes, two away. Pitch comes, swung on and missed. Super gets a big strikeout to stop the bleeding a bit. But four runs come across the score for Hackett. They lead it 7-1 to one as we go to the fourth inning. Mooney going to need to answer back. We'll be back in a moment on GetStuckOnSports.com. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Mooney coming up to bat in the top of the fourth. They need to get a few runs back. They trail it 7-1. Trombley, Julio, and Iodisi will be the men tasked with getting a rally started. They got one run last inning, but that was all they could muster. And then Hackett answered back with four more. I don't believe Mooney has trailed in the postseason, let alone by six runs. Like I said earlier in the broadcast, I don't know the last time Mooney's trailed by multiple runs. Seven to one, Hackett leads. As Trombley comes up, he grounded out to third last time. Shea in the motion, the lefty delivers and that one misses low and outside. Dealer's choice on which one you wanted for a ball. One and zero the count. Next pitch, a fastball way in, almost on the shins of Trombley. Two and zero. Two zero pitch comes and makes it three and zero. Nothing starts a rally quite like a walk. Three zero pitch comes, called strike on the outside portion of the plate. pitch hit off the handle and back out of play off the top of the press box. Count is full for Trombley. Trombley taps the plate, 
Holds the bat out in front of him. Now puts it over the right shoulder. Shea goes into the windup. The full count pitch on its way. Foul ball off the netting. A late swing there from Trombley. Full count pitch once again. Ball four alone away. First walk surrendered by Sam Shea. And first time Mooney's gotten the leadoff man. Well, he got him on last inning, but that was via an error. Lefty Shea delivers to the right-handed hitter, Julio, and he has to jump out of the way. Ball one. Maybe a patient approach for Mooney here in the fourth. Try to get that pitch count up, the 1-0 pitch. Called strike again. Shea pitched yesterday, only about 20-some pitches, though. Well, that doesn't factor into any if he's eligible to pitch. That still is a little bit of wear on the arm, the 1-1 pitch. Misses up high, tries to back pick over at first, but Trombley back in with the head first slide. Throw over the first and back in sliding again, Trombley. And Trombley's having words with the home plate umpire. And the first base coach, I don't know, Trombley's fired up. He had an exchange with the third base coach from Hackett earlier. Trombley with a big lead over at first. Shea delivers to the plate a lengthy swing. Hits it foul into the stands. Count goes two and two. Julio struck out swinging in his first at bat. Sure, Sam Shea would like to repeat that here with the runner on to start the fourth inning. A 2 2 pitch. Strike three called. Got him at the knees, and Julio gave a look of disapproval to the umpire. Fifth punch out for Sam Shea, and Julian Iadisi comes up to bat. Seven to one are scores. The first pitch from Shea called strike on the outside corner, and that gets a head tilt from Iadisi. Quick snap throw to first. Trombley back in easily. Iadisi waves the bat over the right hand. Shoulder and the next pitch misses low and in one and one. Mid fifth over in the softball game, still one nothing. Buchanan leading Richmond in the D3 softball championship. Next pitch fouled back to the backstop, one and two to Ayadisi. Shea steps on the rubber. Trombley leads off of first. A healthy lead for Trombley, the delivery to the plate. Line shot right side, base hit into right field. That will be a single for Ayadisi, and that puts runners on first and second with only one away. That's only the third hit of the day, excuse me, the second hit of the day for Cardinal Mooney. Tom Rice comes up. He actually had the other hit. 
First pitch comes to Rice and a half swing, and I don't know if it was a called strike or said he broke the plane. Moot point, either way, counts 0-1. Jay stares at his catcher, Widger. Comes set, checks the runner, Trombley at second a couple times, now delivers to the plate. A late swing causes a high chopper at second. The second baseman, Backman, will take the only play he has at first for out number two. 4-3 ground out brings up Ty Bodecker. Struck out on a call that I'm going to hazard to guess that Bodecker did not agree with back in the second inning on a 3-2 pitch. He has runners on second and third in Trombley and Iadisi. Mooney needs a big base hit here if they want to claw back in, trailing by six runs. First pitch misses away. One and oh the count. Delivery to Bodecker. Late swing and a miss. Count goes to one and one. Sam Shea works from what appears to be the middle of the rubber. The 1-1 pitch comes, misses outside, ball two. Two balls, one strikes to the nine-hole hitting Bodecker. In the motion, Shea, the lefty delivers, misses low and outside, three and one. We've seen Shea battle back from being down in a 3-1 deficit. Did it to lead off the game against DiGiuseppe. 3-1 pitch comes and makes it 3-2. And Bodecker bends over in disbelief. Full count offering. Hackett faithful getting loud. Both sides start to cheer. 3-2 pitch comes. Ball four up high. Bodecker, or, yeah, Bodecker goes down to first. And we're going to have time called. We're going to be a meeting at the mound. So the assistant coach, it is Stevie Verdusco, having a word with base loaded two outs. He knows this is a critical juncture in the game. Again, real quick, while we have this time out, Ron, mind you, we have our first annual Get Stuck on Sports golf outing. It'll be at the Elks in Port Huron on August 20th. That's the Friday before high school football kicks off. Sign up before July 1st. You get the early bird discount. Guys have been great supporting us all year long. In fact, with me and Dennis going on right now, that's games number 240 and 241 for the school year. Been an unbelievable year. First pitch to DiGiuseppe, a fastball misses low and away. One and zero count. Pitch comes to DiGiuseppe and a big swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Two outs and the base is juiced for Cardinal Mooney. They trail seven to one here in the fourth inning. And in the motion, Shea, pitch comes. Swing and a miss, strike two. One ball, two strikes. Trombley at third, Iadisi on second, Bodecker at first. 
A motion comes, pitch delivers, misses just a bit outside. That's been a 50-50 pitch all day long. Again, there's a reason why the umpires don't sit 100 feet away in a press box. A 2-2 pitch comes. Delivery, ground ball left side, fielded by Quapis, and he'll just race over to third to get the final out. Mooney loads the bases but cannot score, and we'll head to the bottom of the fourth. It is 7-1 Hackett leads. We'll be back in a moment on GetStuckOnSports.com. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N car C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662. 3048 to find the perfect ride. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Bottom of the fourth, Hackett leading Mooney 7-1 in the Division IV State Championship game here on GetStuckOnSports.com. It will be Quapis Colin Shea, the heart of the order, due up. Nathan Super's going to have his hands full. Hackett scored in every inning. Super, a right-handed pitcher, came in relief. The last inning for Blake Lutsky. Super comes set, first pitch to Quapis. It will miss bad and go all the way to the backstop. One and oh, the count. Pitch to Quapis. That one called strike knee high. Super quickly goes back to the mound. He works on the stretch at all times. If you listen to any baseball game I've done this year, you know that I love that out of pitchers. The 1-1 pitch hit high in the air, not deep, and that one's actually going to go all the way back and foul. 1-2 and two the count. Super looks in, gets the sign from the catcher, Tom Rice. The 1-2 pitch to Quapis, misses away 2-2. Two and two. Two-two pitch, a super comes set, holds the ball chin high. The delivery misses ball three. Full count to Quapis. He's singled and flown out in his two at bats. He scored a run and an, recorded an RBI. Three-two pitch, line shot in the left field. That was an absolute frozen rope. Second hit of the day for the future Notre Dame ball player. 
Now it brings up Brendan Collins. Collins reached the base both times, but only one for two on the day. It was an error the first time. Singled his last time up, later came around to score. Nothing, nothing pitch. High pop-up, perhaps playable. Rice takes off the mask, still holding it. He finally drops it and brings it in, in foul territory for out number one. Did a good job tracking that ball. Sam Shea comes up to hit. No official at bat today. A sack fly and a hit by pitch. Goes the throw over to first and Super absolutely airmails it. That'll probably move Quapus up two bases. He's around second before Iodisi can even get to it. And that is a two base error as Super tried a quick pickoff move. Camito had no chance at that one. That went into the bullpen down the right field line, and Iadisi, I think, was even caught off guard. He had to go a long way just to even recover that ball. Tom Rice calling in the infield. Sam Shea. First time he'll get a favorable matchup facing the right-handed hitter. Swung on and missed for strike one. And Mooney all day long has been in complete run prevention mode. Anytime a runner's gotten on third, they're doing what they can. Again, the outfield a bit weird as Shea takes a ball. As Rice comes in, Trent Rice is playing at best medium shallow, but the corners are playing deeper than normal. The 1-1 pitch, ground ball to the right side. That will be fielded by Julio, and the run prevention defense works as the runner, Quapis, holds at third. Out number two recorded on the 4-3 to putout. So it'll take Isaac Backman to get a base hit to score a run. Backman struck out and singled in his two at-bats. Super looking to put up the first goose egg for Mooney on the mound. Mooney steps on the rubber, looks in, comes set. Pulls back, the bunt was Backman for ball one. Seven, one Hackett leads here in the bottom of the fourth. Open stance for Isaac Backman, the right fielder. Pitch comes, ground ball left side and that will get past the diving Bodecker and that'll score a run. RBI single for Backman, his second hit of the day. And that makes it 8-1. Hackett leads Mooney. And now Eli Backman comes up. He also has not recorded an at-bat today, a walk and a sack fly. Does have an RBI to his name, though. First pitch coming to Backman, pulls back the bunt. Going down to second is Isaac Backman, and he's in there easily with the stolen base. Called strike on the pitch. Owen won the count. Eli, Eli Backman awaits the pitch from Nate Super. 
Leg kick delivery, check swing, high chopper down the first base side. That's going right down the line, and Super got it and almost collided with Backman, but he throws it over to first to get the out. But but uh, Kalamazoo Hackett tacks on another run, making it 8-1. to one. They lead Cardinal Mooney. We'll head to the fifth inning. You're listening to State Championship Baseball and get stuck on sports.com. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And Fridays and Saturdays, they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just $1.59. Mama Vicky's, a Port Huron original since 1923. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Top of the fifth. And Mooney trails by a touchdown, 8 to 1. It will be Rice, Lutzky, and Camito due up. Combined, they are 0 for 4 today with an RBI. Rice scored the only run. He got aboard with a fielder's choice, was driven in with a Blake Lutzky ground out. Sam Shea extends his arms out in front of him. He'll work out of the windup. Goes in the motion. Southpaw delivers to Rice, and Rice has to dance out of the way of that one. Trent Rice, a sophomore. pitch, misses low, 2-0, pitch on the way, comes way outside, and Rice, way ahead, 3-0, and he's not a guy you want to walk and put on the base paths, he stole a base and moved up to third on the throwing error, 3-0 pitch, got it over, for strike one. A couple of balls on the ground for Trent Rice today. The 3-1 pitch comes. He'll hit one in the air to right center field going over for it. Collins and he'll track it down in the gap in right center field. He took a good route to that ball and well if it's not a perfect route it's a base hit for Rice and probably extra bases. One up, one down, a loud out number one as now the designated hitter, Blake Lutzky, comes up to hit. 0 for 2 today, got on with an error and scored a run on an RBI. First pitch is low, ball one. The 1-0 offering comes, misses away, 2-0. 
2-0 pitch coming. Ground ball right side right to the first baseman, but Blayson boots it a bit, and he'll win the race still to first either way. As he kind of almost collided with Lutsky, and Lutsky didn't look too happy with it. Two up, two down here in the top of the fifth. 8-1 Hackett leads Mooney. Rocco Camito comes up. He's 0 for 2 as well. Strikeout and a flyout. First pitch coming from Shea, and that's an easy take for ball one. The 1-0 pitch comes. Line drive foul towards the first base side. One one pitch comes. Two and one count. Two balls, one strike. Two one pitch, misses low, three and one. Shea looks into the catcher, Widger, works out of the windup. The lefty delivers and misses ball four. Camito will get on for the first time today. Second walk for Sam Shea. Two-out walk. We'll bring up Ryan Trombley, 0 for 1 today. He was the other one to draw a walk for Cardinal Mooney. Jay comes set, pitch comes, swung on and missed by Trombley. Quick swing, and he wanted to put that one near the McLean Stadium scoreboard out in left field, big hack. The 0-1 pitch comes and misses in the dirt, one and one. One one pitch comes and no can't get it in the zone two and one. Two one pitch on its way. And that's hit off the end of the bat, and that will be fielded by Backman. Easy throw to first to Blason for the final out. Two out walk does not come back to hurt Hackett. They lead it eight to one. They'll come to bat in the bottom of the fifth. Well, you're listening to State Championship Baseball on GetStuckOnSports.com. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 8-9-1 due up for Kalamazoo Hackett. That's O'Grin, Blason, and Widger here in the fifth. They lead 8-1. And if Hackett can score three runs, they will be state champions in a five-inning mercy over Mooney, but Super did a good job last time, only gave up one base runner, or actually gave up one run last inning, excuse me, two hits. Hackett has scored in every single inning. First pitch to O'Grin misses, ball one. 1-0 pitch on its way, a late swing, ground ball to the right side, Camito field is it, underhand flip to the pitcher covering Super, and it's one up, one down. That's a good way to start as Alex Blason now comes up. 0 for 1 today with an RBI. He got it the easy way. Drew a walk with the bases loaded. First pitch coming to Blason. Decided not to swing. They'll check down and it'll be no swing, says the first base umpire. 1-0. Super came in in relief back in the third inning. 1-0 pitch. Misses. Must have been upstairs. 2-0 the count. The super pitch is over for ball one. Or strike one, rather. Two balls, one strike, one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Super holding the ball chest high, the 2-1 delivery. Strur ball three. Bit inside. As Blason ahead in the count, Super comes set. 3-1 pitch, strike two, count runs full. Blason comes, or Super comes set for Blason, and he'll miss that one way up the ladder. A battle won by Blason, and that's the first walk surrendered by Nathan Super. So second time through the order that Hackett will see Super, and it'll be Steven Widger. As we have a courtesy runner coming in, or a pinch runner, rather. He's the first baseman. Steven Widger comes up to bat. Pair of RBIs for Widger and a single. Ironically, the single was not the uh, one that drove in the runs. He, he singled to lead off the game, and then it was a 
RBI, which was, turned into an 8-5 double play, and then a sack fly last time up. First pitch misses high and in. Every single Hackett player has gotten on base at least at one point as the 1-0 pitch fouled back to make it 1-1. One one. Runner on first with one away. Top of the order, Steven Widger. Throw or fake throw over to first. So runner back sliding. 1-1 one, one pitch comes going down to second. Throw from Rice, nice throw, but it's not in time. That is the, the now pinch runner, Liam Mann. So Mann, the runner at second, just give him credit for a stolen base. The 2-1 pitch, line drive into right field coming in IADC and he makes the catch sliding. Nice catch to take away a hit. Hit it too hard as Nick Vertisco comes up. Verdusco, right-handed hitter. Doesn't have a hit today, but he walked in his second appearance, sandwiched between a ground out and a strikeout. Bends at the knees. A very animated bat. First pitch comes in the dirt. Nice pick by Rice. One and zero the count. One zero pitch comes upstairs. Two and zero. You do not want to miss to Verdusco and bring up Stephen Quapis. He is a very good hitter. He's put some good swings on the ball. Behind 2-0 to Verdusco. 2-0 pitch. Fouled back into the stands behind home plate. Fan made a nice catch. 2-1 the count. Two outs. Runner on second is man. Verduzco takes a few practice hacks, now holds the bat over his shoulder. 2-1 pitch comes, swing and a miss for strike two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, runner on second here in the bottom of the fifth. 8-1 Hackett leads over Cardinal Mooney in the D4 state championship game. 2-2 pitch coming, going down to third. Man, and Rice never had a chance. Don't think he had a clean handle on it. So back-to-back -back stolen bases for man. Full count pitch coming to Verdusco. Don't want to put him on and go to Quapis. The 3-2 pitch fouled back. We're going to go another, at least one more pitch. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Pitch comes, strike three, called as Verduzco flipped the bat to head down to first. That will end the inning. No run score for Hackett the first time today. Super gets his first strikeout. And it's actually the first strikeout or second strikeout for 
the Mooney pitchers and, excuse me, super second punch out of the game. Headed to the sixth, 8-1 Mooney Trails. We'll be back in a moment. I get stuck on sports.com. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 8-1, to Kalamazoo Hackett leads Cardinal Mooney here in the 6th. It'll be Julio Iadisi, Tom Rice due up as the first pitch from Shea misses away for ball one. 2-1, Richmond leads over on the softball diamond in the seventh. 1-0 pitch comes, line drive, base hit into right field. So Julio gets his first base hit of the day. Leadoff man gets on, only the third hit today for Cardinal Mooney. And that brings up Julian Iadisi, a hit by pitch and a single. He is the only Mooney batter that Sam Shea has not been able to retire yet today. The lefty, Shea, delivers to the plate, and Iadisi takes strike one. The one pitch comes, jumping out of the way as Iadisi to even the count at one aside. Middle infield in double play depth. Second baseman playing about middle of the dirt, shortstop way back. Third baseman just at the line. Ground ball to second. Taylor made double play, but he turned too quickly, and he tries to get over the first, and it gets by the first baseman, Blason. Moving up to third is Julio. Ayadisi gets on. Are they going to give him a hit? I think that's a pretty easy error to give. Is It was a Taylor-made double play for Backman, and he just straight-up booted it. So uh, E4... Runners on first and third, and this is Mooney's best chance to claw its way back into the ball game. Pick off over to first and easily back is Iadisi. Four er- errors for each team. Maybe some nerves in a state championship game. As Tom Rice jumps out of the way for ball one. Can't hit a seven-run home run, just need to go one batter at a time. Keep the train rolling. The 1-0 pitch comes, misses away. Got to imagine Shea's pitch count is getting up there. If you can chase him, get to the bullpen, you never know what waits for you. The 2-0 pitch comes and called strike one. 
2 1 pitch, misses 3 1. The 3-1 pitch comes, late swing, ground ball up the middle, jumping up for it with Shea, he can't get it, the shortstop picks it up in Verdusco and gets the out at first, but a run comes in to score. So Tom Rice gets an RBI on the 6-3 ground out. Runner moves up to second, one away, one runner on as Ty Bodeker comes up. And time's called and... Are we just going to get a pitching change without the coach coming out? Time's called, and the entire infield, now an outfielder, Collins, coming in to congratulate Shea. And, oh, it was the coach bringing out his other glove. So that's going to be the end of the day for Shea. He goes five and a third innings as he gets a standing ovation from the Irish faithful. See who's coming onto the mound. Looks like Isaac Backman going out to center field and that might be Collins on the mound. It will be Collins coming in to pitch. Brendan Collins coming in to pitch. We'll take a quick break when we come back, Mooney has a runner on second with one out here in the sixth. They trail eight to two. We'll be back momentarily on GetStuckOnSports.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back on GetStuckOnSports.com. Before we get back to this game, big congratulations to Richmond Softball Division Three State Champions. A 2-1 to one win over Buchanan. And back here, Mooney trailing Hackett 8-2 but they've chased Sam Shea out of the game as now Ty Bodecker comes up to bat. First time he'll face Brendan Collins. So Collins into pitch. It is Eli Backman, I believe, going to center field. We'll have to get everyone that moved around. The first pitch called strike to Bodecker. No balls, one strike. 
Checking the runner at second. IEDC a couple times. Next pitch swung on and missed from Bodecker. And the Irish crowd, not large in numbers, but they are making their voices heard here late in the in the game in the sixth. Eight to two. Kalamazoo Hackett beating Cardinal Mooney. The 0-2 offering big leg kick delivery. Curveball never had a chance. One and two. One and two, as Collins comes set. The delivery misses just a bit outside, two and two. One run already came home this inning on the Tom Rice ground out. That scored Luke Julio. Iadisi got on via an error. He's leading off a second right now. The 2-2 pitch to Bodecker. Swung on, foul to the backstop. Count stays two and two. Two balls, two strikes here at McLean Stadium. Eight to two, Hackett leads. As Collins gets the sign from his catcher, Widger. Now comes set, holds the ball chest high, looks back at Iadisi. Takes a moment, big leg kick, the delivery, ball three, high and away. So Bodecker struck out and walked. Yet to put a ball in play. Looking to push it to the top of the order with only one away. 3-2 pitch on its way. Swung on and missed. Got him. First strikeout for Collins. Strikes out the first guy he faces. And that brings up Anthony DiGiuseppe. DiGiuseppe, a strikeout victim. Got on with an error and grounded out to third with the bases loaded last time up. First pitch coming, DiGiuseppe swung on, fouled back over the press box right behind home plate. Owen won the count to Anthony DiGiuseppe. Looking in, Collins, leg kick, delivery, misses above the bill of the helmet. One ball, one strike. Collins comes set. Checks IDC a couple times a second. No one holding him on the pitch. High pop-up to shallow right center field. The new center fielder and Backman, he calls everyone off, brings it in for the third out of the inning. Mooney gets one back but cannot get any more. Go to the bottom of the six. Hackett looking to add on a little insurance. We'll be back in a moment on GetStuckOnSports.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Steven Quapas, leadoff hitter, first pitch missed. He takes a big hack at the 1-0 pitch and misses 1-1. One one. It's Quapas, Colin Shea due up in the bottom of the sixth. Hackett, all they can do is add some insurance. They lead it 8-2 over Cardinal Mooney. Super delivers the 1-2, and really quickly getting out of the way of that one is Quapis. Two balls, one strike. Super comes set, the pitch. Another big swing and a miss. I think Quapis is trying to put that ball out of here. They are not short, compact swings. He is trying to carry the left field wall 2-2 pitch fouled back out of play Quapis awaits the 2-2 pitch ground ball fouled on the third baseline that's fair that's easily a double got all the way into the corner Two-two pitch again from Super. Swung on, no foul tipped. Wap has been battling. Three straight, two-strike foul balls. Eighth pitch of the at-bat coming up. Pitch comes, misses. No, struck him out. And I don't think Quapis liked that too much. Wapas heads back to the dugout, and Brendan Collins, now the pitcher, will come up to bat. Got on with an error, singled, and popped out in his three at-bats. Holding the ball, bat over the right shoulder. First pitch missed a bit inside. 1-0. and pitch on its way. Collins swings. It's popped up in foul territory, but perhaps playable. But there was no chance for Comito to get to that one. One ball, one strike. One out. Nobody on here in the bottom of the sixth. Eight to two. Hackett leading Cardinal Mooney. One ball, one strike. Steps off for a moment is Super. Super back on the mound, getting the sign from his catcher, Tom Rice. Comes set, holds the ball just out in front of his chest. The 1-1 pitch missed upstairs for ball two. Smiley 
The 2-1 pitch, and that one absolutely just pegged Collins in the, th in the calf. Collins goes down to first. And I think we're going to get a courtesy runner. Well, Collins gets a courtesy runner. Probably won't be too bad after just getting pegged in the calf. Sam Shade comes up. The lefty has hit, and do, has hit a sack fly. Got hit by a pitch later, came around to score, and grounded out. First pitch misses neck high. One zero pitch is not a pitch. Is stepping off and looking back to first. Col well, the courtesy runner for Collins. Delivery going down to second. Throw all the way down and man gets in there easily. Man with his third stolen base as just a pinch runner and courtesy runner. Two balls, no strikes. Eight to two, Hackett leads Mooney. And Shade, lefty, watches ball three go outside. Runner on second, one away. 3-0 pitch, misses out, no, called strike. Three balls, one strike, one out, runner on second. Left-handed hitting Sam Shea, is awaiting a 3-1 offering. Leg kick delivery, strike two, as I think Shea was ready to toss the bat and go down to first. Caught the outside corner. Three and two, full count. Delivery from Super. That one too far outside, ball four. Runners on first and second, and up comes Isaac Backman. He got his hit his last two times up. He has a run scored and an RBI as well. Backman holds the bat over the right shoulder. First pitch comes, and it misses away. One zero count. Super leg kick delivery, and a long bunt foul goes all the way to the dugout down the third base line of Hackett. The Backman maybe trying to play a little small ball, although the third baseman Trombley is playing even with the bag at third. One and one. And Super steps off, looks back to second. One, one pitch comes, swing, and that one's hit high in the air over by the Mooney dugout. And that one will get into the first row of seats. One ball, two strikes. Clearly, he's not used to the high school game, but he's 
Super. Super steps off. Backman standing in the right-handed batter's box near the back of the box. Next pitch, check swing, called strike three anyway. Backman is going to argue for a moment, then head back to the box, to the dugout. Fourth strikeout for Super. As Eli Backman now comes up. He doesn't have a hit today, but he has an RBI and a run scored. Super looks in, slide step pitch, misses upstairs, ball one. Ball, no strike, super, leg kick comes, base hit up the middle, they're gonna send the runner man home. Rice with an absolute gun to the plate to Tom Rice, no, throw back to third and they can't get him. And runners move all around as Mann came in to score. Sam Shea moved up to third and Backman moves up to second on the throw. Nine to two now is the lead for Kalamazoo Hackett. Patrick O'Grin comes up. One for two today. He was hit by a pitch in his second at bat. Later came around to score. Well, it looks like we have a pinch hitter. The pinch hitter will be number three, Bryce Brown. So Brown, right-handed batter, swings at the 1-0 pitch, misses. One-one pitch comes, another big swing and another miss. One and two the count, runners on second and third, two away here in the bottom of the sixth. Nine to two, Hackett leads. Pitch goes in the dirt, two and two. Due up for Mooney in the seventh is going to be Trent Rice, Blake Lutsky, and Rocco Camito. The 2-2 pitch comes, just misses, and Super was on a beeline for his own dugout. And instead he's going to have to go back to the mound, full count, two away. Full count offering comes, fouled back out of play. Bryce Brown. Brown holds the bat over the right shoulder. 3-2 pitch coming once again. Swung on and missed. Super strikes out the side, but not before a run comes in to score. It is 9-2. Hackett leads Mooney. Last chance for the Cardinals when we come back. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to State Championship Baseball and get stuck on sports.com. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Mary's a good year, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Last gasp for Cardinal Mooney. They need... Seven runs, nine to two the score. It will be Trent Rice, Blake Lutsky, Rocco Camito due up. On the mound, Brendan Collins looking to end it for Kalamazoo Hackett. Trent Rice. 0 for 3 today. He has a stolen base when he got on board with the fielder's choice. First pitch comes to Rice and ball one called. Holding the ball off to his right side, Collins. A, a different type of windup in Rice. Wow. Stepped way out, or way outside of the box for that one. He was trying to just absolutely crush that one. The one-one pitch comes off speed, gets uh, does not get over. Ball two. Two-one pitch coming to Rice. 3-1 now. Rice just needs to make it, just get to the next batter. They need seven runs and it'll take a while. 3-1 pitch. Trent Rice goes down to first. And Blake Lutsky comes up. He's also 0 for 3. He has an RBI to his name. Left-handed hitting Lutsky comes up. Slide step delivery to Lutsky is a called strike at the letters. 0-1 the count to Lutsky. Coming set, Collins. Pick off over to first. Got to keep the runner closer with the seven-run lead in the seventh. 0-1 the count to Lutsky. 
Slide step delivery. High pop-up going back to shortstop Verduzco. He'll call everyone off. No, he'll be called off at the last possible moment. Brown calls him off for out number one. So one on, one out for Rocco Camito. And Mooney's down to this final two outs. Camito, open stance from the right side. He still doesn't have a hit today, 0 for 2. Strike one called. Camito got on via a walk his last time. In fact, no hits in the Mooney lineup through the first five hitters. That is something I don't know if you've seen all year. The 0-1 pitch misses 1-1. One one. one ball, one strike, one away, runner on first. Pitch comes to Camito, high and outside. Camito. Waiting the 1-1 from Collins. Pitch comes, hits foul over up the first base dugout, way out of play. One ball, two strikes. Or one ball, two strikes. Don't know why they added a ball to the scoreboard after the foul ball. Been a long day for them over there. A lot of games to do this weekend. 2-2 pitch coming. Swung on and missed. Got him with the curveball. And Mooney's now down to their final out. Hackett is on the doorstep of getting their first title in school history. Ryan Trombley going to look to delay it at least a batter. First pitch coming from Collins. Strike one called. The entire Irish dugout up on the railing. They know what they're on the verge of. 9-2 to here in the top of the seventh. Hackett leads Mooney. Coming set, Collins the delivery. Ball one. One and one the count to Trombley. 0 for two today with a walk. Pitch comes, line shot past the outstretched glove of Quapis. So Trombley will at least extend the Mooney season a batter. Luke Julio now will have an opportunity to get it to the next man. He's one for three, struck out twice, but last time up he got a single and came around to score. One of only four hits for Cardinal Mooney today. Collins looks in, holds the ball chest high. Checks back at Rice. The delivery misses up at the eyes. Ball one. One and oh the count. Coming set. Collins. Big leg kick. The delivery. Strike one called. One ball, one strike. Although Mooney should be used to that all year in the Catholic League, they start with a 1-1 count. 
Coming set, Collins. Big kick, delivery, ball two. It's about golden hour here at Michigan State. Sun making those long shadows. Lights have been on since the rain delay all the way back about seven hours ago. The 2-1 pitch. That's a little bloop, and that could get down. Coming over for Blackman, and he gets it. Blackman makes a sliding catch, and Kalamazoo Hackett wins their first state title in school history, knocking off Cardinal Mooney 9-2. The magical run ends for the Cardinals here at Michigan State. When we come back, we'll tell you all about it on the Get Stuck on Sports postgame show. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And Fridays and Saturdays, they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just $1.59. Mama Vicky's, a Port Huron original since 1923. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Art on the River, three days of art and music featuring local artists, crafters, and bands hosted by citizens for a vibrant community June 11th, 12th, and 13th at Kiefer Park near downtown Port Huron. Come on down to the shores of the St. Clair River and enjoy this three-day family-friendly event. For more information, including times and featured artists, go to artontheriverph.com. 
That's ArtOnTheRiverPH.com. Come to Art on the River, June 11th, 12th, and 13th in Port Huron, hosted by citizens for a vibrant community. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Celebrations on here for Kalamazoo Hackett as they end a magical season for Marine City Cardinal Mooney here, 9-2 in the championship game. Uh, from the get, Hackett was on top of it. Two runs in the first, one run in the second, four runs in the third. It was 8-1, to one, and then it was cruise control for the Irish from that point. Mooney, though, a young team for them. They only have three seniors. Rocco Camito, though, an all-state player back in 2019. Tommy Gill, an excellent pitcher, and Anthony DiGiuseppe, a great leadoff hitter for Mooney. I have a feeling that they might not be a stranger to McLean Stadium over the next few years, but for this year, second place is where Mooney will finish. Nothing to be ashamed of for Cardinal Mooney this year. It just, uh, just wasn't in the cards for them here in the championship game. I've been Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnSports.com. I want to thank you for joining me today and all year long as this was our 241st game we've done on GetStuckOnSports.com. Wish it was a little happier of occasion, but still an excellent season for Cardinal Mooney. Thank you for joining me again. I've been Brady Beaton. Kalamazoo Hackett wins its first baseball state championship in school history, beating Cardinal Mooney 9-2. Thank you and have a wonderful night. You've been listening to High School Baseball on the Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school sports. Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. For future game broadcasts, please check out our schedule page at getstuckonsports.com.